hello everyone praise the mighty name of jesus we welcome you today to our abundant life family church online broadcast i'm pastor monty this is pastor don and we are so excited to be with you once again today you say you're excited absolutely the lord is so good and he's doing great and wonderful things Amen. and just to be a part of what god's doing on the planet earth in these last days for the believer is so exciting mm -hmm. and we have so much to look forward to before the Lord Jesus Christ returns, which he's going to do one of these days. Amen. Amen. And it's getting closer with each passing day. Yes. But we got work to do. There's a harvest to yet come in. And uh, so we are excited about that. Mm -hmm. We want to remind you, uh, church family and friends, that you can obviously find all of our past videos on our website and audio messages of that. And uh, a schedule of different things going on in the church mm -hmm. uh, each week. And uh, praise God, we welcome you to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a good local church home in the Portland metro area, we invite you to come out to Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin, Oregon. And uh, you will be mightily blessed. God's moving and great things are happening. Amen. God answers prayers. Yes, and that's always exciting. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're so thankful for everything that God is doing. Uh, but uh, if you don't have your Bibles, we want you to go ahead and get them because we use this time on our online broadcast to do some basic teaching and sharing and uh, pray at the end, of course. But uh, get your Bibles if you don't have them already. And we want to say, again, a great big thank you to our uh, church family and friends, those that help us and praying for the ministry, but also their financial support. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. And we're so greatly thankful for each and every one of you. And we play, pray that the uh, fullness of God's blessing be upon you and your family in these days in which we live. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And uh, you see the website down there on the bottom of the screen. So praise God for that. But uh, before we get into the precious word of God, the written word of God, which reveals the living word, the Lord Jesus, let's go to him in prayer today. Father, we do thank you once again for this precious privilege that we have to, in the mighty name of Jesus, our Savior, to come and approach your precious written word in a very humble, respectful way. To once again today, to feed on manna from on high yes. and by help of the Holy Spirit to enlighten any darkness in our lives mm -hmm. and help us, Father God, in the faith life to move higher and higher yes, in trusting you, in knowing your will, and following your plan in these last days. Mm -hmm. And we thank you once again for every need met, for every person in the listening audience once again today. In the name of Jesus, Jesus amen. 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 Well, I want you to uh, turn to Jeremiah 29, and we're going to read a passage of Scripture here. But uh, it's springtime outside, mm -hmm. and uh, people are getting outside more and more and because uh, it's being sunny up here in the great northwest and flowers are in bloom. the flowers are in broom and uh, just a few weeks ago the the uh, the daphne which i so much enjoy the fragrance of that if you've never smelled daphne uh you're missing half of your life and i say that jokingly <laughs> but it smells so wonderful yes, uh, it but it's bloomed and uh and uh boy we can smell that uh, out there every day and it's such a great blessing mm -hmm. to just behold God's beautiful majestic creation and the smells glory yes. to God but, it, but people are getting outside the lilacs mm -hmm. and uh, they're getting outside and planting gardens 
looking forward to uh, the crops, the harvest that's going to come in later this year. And now at the same time, though, uh, we have a group of young people who are graduating from either high school or college, and uh, they're they're looking back with uh, what they've accomplished these last several years in high school, right. and they have anticipation about a future that's ahead for them. And uh, at this point, some of them already know what they're doing. Uh, others are perhaps at least have a little bit of planning that they've done, but they're not sure. And there's probably uh, a, a large number of uh, our young ones out there that they're not sure what they want to do yet. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. And this is apropos to whether you graduated just from high school or college here recently, or if you walked with the Lord for years and years, it's never too late to start seeking God and getting his plan, mm -hmm. because that's exactly what we're going to be uh, sharing here today by help of the Holy Spirit. God has a plan. And uh, as we pursue that, that's where happiness is going to be found. I remember when I graduated from high school, before I had planned to exactly go to Bible college, I mean, you probably remember some of these particular thoughts too, right. that uh, uh, I had a plan in the natural. I was always interested in accounting and I thought, well, you know, I could go to uh, this accounting school. And then my friend, his dad was a CPA. And I thought, well, you know, maybe if I went to school and then somehow got hooked up and I'd come back to my hometown and, and this would happen and that would happen. And, you know, it sounded like a good plan. Mm -hmm. And he was very successful at doing that. And, uh, and by the way, my dad was a veterinarian. He's in heaven now. And, uh, he uh, had the way for me to be able to go to vet school. Uh, he knew the people on the board there. and uh, But that wasn't, I knew that wasn't my calling. I'd gone on a lot of research calls and I greatly respected his <laughs> education. But uh, boy, he worked a lot. <laughs> it was hard for, for him getting out there. Labor. Yeah, a lot of physical labor going out in the fields and helping farmers. Great work. And I enjoyed that so much being around farms and such. But uh, I knew that that wasn't the plan of God for me. And so I was thinking about accounting and, and different things along that line. And so the first year out of high school, I was kind of in a transition because I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And I believe that there's a lot of children that are really in that same situation mm -hmm. uh, right now. They're not sure what their future holds. And, and this is a great time to talk about this because, again, whether we just graduated from high school or college or uh, we've been living a long time for the Lord, but we're still unsure about what God would have us to do in life. The good news is, is God has a plan yes, and there is. is a way to go about it to find out what he wants us to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I remember, honey, and you might remember this too, hearing about kids that were going to go to college and they were going to use the first two years and just getting their generals out of, way, out of the way. And for me anyway, I remember that, that just didn't set well because I thought, I just don't want to go to all this effort and then change course because I've known people that have you know gone to college for many, many years because they kept changing their major because they were still undecided. Mm -hmm. And they learned a lot of things, but it also cost a lot of money. As most of you all know, it costs a lot to go to school nowadays. So, but, but, there, but there's different places God wants us to go and it's not right for everybody to go to college. They might go to a trade school, or maybe they won't go at all. Maybe they're going to just be an entrepreneur. Uh, some of the most successful people never went to college. So 
the, the bottom line in, in the success for the Christian anyway, is to follow the plan of God mm -hmm. because he will make you successful. Yeah. He will help you to get to the place you need to go and the people that you need mm -hmm. to meet. That's right. Well, and, and if a person doesn't know what to do, that's, that's uh, a good place to ask the Lord. You know, the Bible says there, and I know you're going to read there in um, Jeremiah, Jeremiah. 29.11, but before you do that, I want to read uh, Jeremiah 33.3. 3. And this is where we have to, you know, the Lord does have a plan for our life, for each and every one of us, no matter how old we are, as you were saying. And no matter where we're at in life, whether, um, you know, you're in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Even 80s. Yeah. The Lord's got something designed for each and every one of us. And it's important that we call unto him. That's what Jeremiah 33, 3 says. It says, call unto me, who? Unto the Lord. And I will, sh I will answer thee. See, when we call unto him, that's when he answers. Mm -hmm. And that's why we need to ask. The Bible says ask and it. You know, and it shall be given, seek and ye shall find. So mm -hmm. when we ask him, we can expect that he's going to answer us. And the third thing it says here, show, and I will show, and he will show us. Uh, I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. So when we are not sure what to mm -hmm. do, we call unto him. He's going that's to answer right. us. He's going to show us things that we don't know. And that's when we're seeking him because he's mm -hmm. the wealth of wisdom and the wealth of knowledge and that comes into, and every person's uh, plan that God has for them, for their lives, is designed just for them. It's custom made and fixed exactly. for them. Mm -hmm. So that's why we really can't get the comparison. And we, there's a lot of voices in this world, but it's important that we hear the Lord's voice and we follow after him, what he has for us. Amen. I remember a Bible school that uh, this, back in the 80s, of course, a few years ago, that uh, there was a man... Uh, that uh, he graduated and he was up in his later 70s and they asked him what are you going to do you graduated from bible school and what are you what are you going to do now he says well i'm going into youth work so it's never too, never too late. late to get involved with whatever god wants you to do that's right because it's and, always the right thing yeah it's and, and right ministry thing. is as a believer and reaching people and sharing the love of christ with people is always mm -hmm going to be part of whatever we do and number one we have to always remember is we're number one a christian yeah we may be a plumber electrician an accountant mm -hmm. uh, a, a banker uh, a, a lawyer whatever it is but yet number one we're a christian who happens to be one of those different trades okay Amen. so we have to remember that but uh on the heels of their jeremiah 33 3 calling unto the lord we get great insight in Jeremiah 29, as I had uh, asked you to open to here uh, a few minutes ago. And this is talking specifically uh, to uh, Israel because they were going to be uh, carried away captive. And, and the Lord, some of them didn't believe it. And, and they were over here under the captivity in Babylon. And But there's a precept here that we can learn from. Okay, so a takeaway from today is we look at this scripture, we can see the heart of the Lord in this matter because he loves us. He loves yes. you. And you might have felt like I'm going through life and I just don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing. Well, God doesn't want you like that. He doesn't want you to live that way because living for God is exciting. And it's not just exciting being a Christian. Yes, of course. But it's exciting because 
He's got some work for you. He's got something here in the natural world that can facilitate his blessings and what he wants to do in helping you Amen. to not only su supply and provide for your family, but also be able to be a witness in whatever skill, trade, occupation you may be led into, okay? So, but look here in Jeremiah 29, and if we uh, look back here, starting in verse 10, notice what it says here. It says, for thus saith the Lord, that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word toward you in causing you to return to this place. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, uh, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Mm -hmm. Then shall ye call upon me and ye shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you and ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. So what we can see yes. there is several things, but we want to just touch on a few high spots here today and look at some things particularly that the Lord brought out here in Jeremiah 29. And what that had to do was he said, you're going to be here for 70 years. You're going into captivity. That's just the way it's going to be. Don't fight it. This is what's going to happen, right? He said, but you're going to be there for 70 years. And remember this, and we see this in verse 11. For I know the thoughts I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. Yes. So God has had a pre-designed plan for Israel that when they were going to leave that 70 years of captivity and go back, that as you go on to read there, you're going to call upon me. You're going to pray unto me. You're going to search for me. And I'm going to listen to you. And you're going to find me and find my will when you search for me with all your heart. So there was going to be a seeking process that was going to lead to an understanding of what the will of God was going to be post-captivity there. Now that's true for us today as Christians. God knows what he's got planned for us. Mm -hmm. He's got all of our days numbered out. And he wants us to have length of days, strength of days, live a full life. And one day, if Jesus tarries his coming, to fall asleep in Jesus and go to be, as the Bible says, absent from the body to be present with the Lord. But but he's got a plan for us in his body here in these last days, right? And, uh, and God doesn't want us afraid of our future, but he wants us to be informed of the future that he has planned for us, okay? And uh, as we seek him and follow him, he's going to show that. And that's a biblical promise. So, uh, as we look at these scriptures, uh, take these to heart because they are totally meaningful for all of us as believers today. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, as I read that scripture there, he talks about how he he said thoughts of peace to give you an expected end. I was just at a gas station the other day, and I, I think I told you this, honey. And this gentleman who was filling the tank, uh, just all of a sudden, there's a perfect drop in open door to witness to him he was asking about uh you know about peace and finding peace he was a nice looking young boy probably in his early 20s and he just blatantly just said you know peace is hard to find in this world and in so many words i'm looking for peace it was yeah. a perfect open door to talk to him about salvation so i asked him the question was if you were to die tonight 
do you know where you, you would go? Do you know you'd go to heaven? And he just stopped all of a sudden, which is, a, it's a great question to ask people about salvation. And he just stopped and he froze. And he looked back at me after a few seconds of pausing. And he said, I don't know that. And then he went on to say, I was raised in Italy. And he said, in a very rich community. And there was a lot of religion around me. It was a religious place. And I said, well, the difference with what I'm talking to you about in making heaven is through Jesus Christ and him becoming your savior. Religion Amen. is not where it's at. Mm -hmm. It's Jesus Christ and relationship with him right. by his spilled blood. But we have to believe in, on him and receive him as our personal mm -hmm. savior. So I gave him a gospel track. And uh, long story short, just planted the seed because he had to move on to some other customers. But 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 everybody wants peace. And and when we don't know things, it, it causes a lot of turmoil, doesn't mm -hmm. it? Honey? It, it, it causes yeah. a lot of unrest. And there's a lot of people today that they they have that lack of peace. They're, they're, they, they don't know what to do in life. They don't know where they're going. Mm -hmm. they, they look at the world and the world is acting so crazy mm -hmm. that uh, they, they just, they want to escape. But yes. the good news is, is as an ambassador for Jesus Christ is God already knows what's ahead. And by seeking him, we're going to find out more and more about what his plan is. That's right. Well, and part of that is Paul was talking about here in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. And I, and I so much appreciate that because he was on the wrong path. And yes, he, he thought, was. He thought he was serving God in the way he thought he should. Yes. And doing God his service by killing off all the Christians. At that time known as Saul. And God rested his attention and said, you know, that's not the plan of God. You're, you're going about it wrong. Mm -hmm. And God arrested his attention and set him on the right path so he could fulfill his plan, his purpose, mm -hmm. his calling. And what that allowed to happen for us today is we're receiving the benefits of that. The revelations exactly. of Paul, we're receiving the benefits of that. So when we're on the path of God for our lives, then it's a blessing to other people. Besides a blessing to us. And I always, I always tend to come back to us because I can't live my life for anybody else. You're not called to live your life for anybody else. We're not called to walk in anybody else's darkness. And we're not called to walk, mm -hmm. I mean, we can receive from somebody else's light. But that's why God has a purpose and a plan for each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. And to fulfill that, that's why the devil can fight us so hard. But I appreciate what Paul says here in, in chapter 9. And he says... 1 Corinthians. Yeah, excuse me, 1 Corinthians. And in chapter 9, but he says right here in verse 23, he says, And this I do for the gospel's sake. What is, what is it he's doing? He says right there in the prior verse, I am made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. So he's flexible and in that he wants to be able to reach people. That's the whole purpose and the goal. So we keep mm -hmm. that as our purpose and the goal. Yes. Then God works out all the details in our life on how we go about fulfilling the plan that he has for each and every one of us, whether it's school or, or you know working, where we do that, how we go about that, who we marry, if you desire to marry, mm -hmm. where to live, you know, things that we purchase in life and that type of thing. So those things are taken, those things do take place. They follow after us as we follow him. And yes. it says here in verse 23, and this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be a partaker thereof with you. So Paul always had the purpose of helping people in his mind. 
How do I go about in helping you fulfill what God has for you? And he says, knowing not that they, that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize, so run that ye may obtain. So he's telling us how to run our race for God. You know, we're supposed to run our race. We're supposed to keep the faith. And we're supposed to steady our pace. That's what happens in a marathon. People have to, they can't just, and I know we've mentioned this before, but you can't just give it your all in the first lap or in the first segment or the first leg of the race because you'll be worn out. But we have to steady ourselves, knowing that we're going to pace ourselves. And pace ourselves right. as we go about our race for, for the Lord. Mm -hmm. But it says right here, so we're supposed to reign to obtain a prize. Isn't that the whole purpose? Is to run our race and to win and to mm -hmm. finish our race with joy. And it says right here, and every man that striveth for the mastery, what is a mastery? The mastery, I really appreciate what the word of God or what the dictionary has to say about the word of God. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it says right here, let us strive for the mastery, which is the power of governing. It's a victory in war. Mm -hmm. It's eminent skill. So there's a skill that's obtained mm -hmm. as we master go about this mastery that means we do it with excellence we do it in the strength mm -hmm. of the lord we do what he's called us yes. to do and it says is temperate in all things what does temperate mean it means that we are sober that we are we stay just basically staying steady you mm -hmm. know we're uh we keep our bodies in check because a lot of times our bodies mm -hmm. want us you know it, it, there's a there's a there's a strife going on between our body and our spirit our, our bodies do not want to fulfill the plan of God for our lives it, because mm -hmm. it's not they're not born again. Our body, our flesh right. is not born again. But we can stay steady by keeping our bodies in check. Just like the, the runner, can he can listen to his body and say, well, I want to stop now. I need a drink of water now. Well, you can get a drink of water, but you can't stop. You can't mm -hmm. get sidelined. Um, and that's why they have to keep, they have to train their bodies to be able to fulfill what they need mm -hmm. to do. And so I therefore so run, not as uncertainty, so fight I, uh, not as one that beateth the air. So you never see a runner, um, a mm -hmm. marathoner, you know, um, any type of person that's running a race or even track, if they're going to track meets in high school or college, what have you. You never see them just running and like this, right? Right, right. beating the air. It slows them down. Done. Exactly. It's, it's uh, unfruitful. It's mm -hmm. unproductive. You see them running and stride. Everything is working together to finish and to go ahead and, and mm -hmm. you know meet that goal of winning the race. Um, but I keep under my body and bring it under subjection, lest that by any means when I preach to others, I myself should not be a castaway. So this is what Paul's doing. He's doing it by example. And we're not bound by the flesh. I'm so appreciative of that. We're not bound by the flesh. We And that's why we let our spirit man rule. But we do things, we read the Word of God so that we can see how we're supposed mm -hmm. to train our bodies so that our spirit man is ruling and listening to the voice of the Lord so we can finish our race. Amen. The way God and, has and, and part us. of that race is because we keep our body under. Because if we keep our body in check, when we're born again, we have a new nature that's alive unto that's God right. on the inside because we've been born again. Mm -hmm. And we have the ability to dominate and keep our body in subjection. Our body's just the house we live in That's temporarily right. here on earth. I don't thank the Lord that one day we'll have a glorified body. But the point here is, is that we're running a race. Now it's a race to keep our flesh under, but there's also a race of time that we have on planet earth. 
to as a member of the body of Christ to be able to fulfill God's plan. But as we shared there from Jeremiah 29 and then Jeremiah 33 a little bit earlier today, that we have to seek God. If we call on him, he's going to show us things yet to come. Jesus said that in John's gospel in the New Testament, that by the Holy Ghost, that he would show us things to come. So the encouraging thing about all of this is, is as we follow the Lord, uh, we're following him as our leader. And again, right. God Taylor makes his plan, the race we're called to run uh, for each of us individually. So you don't just know by what somebody else does. Yes, there's general things we do in preparation, but yet our individual race, God will lead you, he'll guide you, he'll show you things to come if you'll seek him. Mm -hmm. But it starts, first of all, by being in his family. If you're out there today and you never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior, today is the day. Now is the accepted time because today is the day of salvation. You have to receive of the goodness of God. It's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance, to acknowledge that I need a savior. We're sinners and we need a savior. Mm -hmm. And thank God Jesus was sent by the Father God because of his great love for the world to ransom mankind and to restore relationship in a legal way, bringing mankind back to the ability to come into the family of God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. The devil wants to destroy our lives, but Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. Mm -hmm. If you're out there today, maybe you're in a backslidden condition. We want to pray for you right now. It's the first step of the next part of the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. This is the first one right. to accept Jesus. Then the plan of God will start to unfold as you seek him. But if you're out there today and, and you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we want to pray with you right now. All right? The Bible says if you confess him with your mouth and you believe in your heart mm -hmm. that he was raised from the dead, you shall be saved. Okay. And it's a lifelong commitment. It's the first step, not the last. So if you're out there, I want you to bow your head right now if you've never accepted Jesus and pray along with us right now. Say this after me out of your heart. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I come to you, come to in, you. The name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And I want to accept Jesus. And I want to accept Jesus. As my Lord and Savior. As my Lord and Savior. I repent. I repent. And acknowledge my need. And acknowledge my need. Of Him. Of Him. To cleanse me from my sin. To cleanse me from my sin. I believe. I believe that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Is the Son of God. He was raised from the dead. He was raised from the dead on the third day. On the third day. His blood. His blood purchased. Purchased my salvation. My salvation. And I receive. And I receive Him today. Him today as my Lord and Savior. As my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, if you prayed that. Again, that's the first step, but we want to send you some materials. You can see at the bottom of your screen there, our website, please contact us. We'd be glad to send you some free materials to help you in your new walk with the Lord and help you find a local church family if you don't already have one and get plugged in because you need the fellowship of a local church, group of believers that are like-minded to help you in your new walk with the Lord, okay? But for everyone out there today, we want to pray with you. And 
as we've been sharing today about this race, about following God, getting his plan, open your heart today to what God has planned for you. It, he'll give you a brand new start. He'll give you help to get on that path if you strayed because he loves you and he forgives us. But we have to acknowledge him as being the one that we, we need to follow and let him lead because he's always got our best interests at heart. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you right now for touching every person in the viewing audience today and listening. We thank you, Father God, that you would put a fresh stirring upon the inside of every person's heart. And for those out there that may have just graduated from high school or college and look back at their accomplishments, but yet they don't know what they're going to be doing. Father, we pray especially for them. That, Father, as they begin further their journey in life, that, Lord, they would look to you and by the Holy Spirit as they seek you. And for all of those, no matter what age they are, to be able to find you and find your plan to get right in the midstream of what you've got for them in life. We thank you that the Holy Spirit shows us things to come. And we pray that over everyone today. In the name of Jesus, make it clear, Lord. Make it real. And Lord, we thank you for doing that mm -hmm. and helping person, every person at the point of their need. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Well, praise the Lord. God loves you. And we have some more things to share about this next time we're with you. But remember, God has got a future for you. Yes, Don't give up on God. Don't quit on him. He's not quitting on you. And no matter where you've been, Remember, you turn to the Lord, you get right back on the path, it'll get brighter and brighter until you see the Lord Jesus face to face. God bless you. We love you. And until next time, keep your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.